Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Hi, everyone. This is Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. We find water easily in rivers, streams, oceans, and when we turn on our taps. But not all water is the same. Our existence is dependent on water in so many ways. Something like 80% of our physical bodies are made up of water. And we can go much longer without food than we can without water. We all know that we have a physical need for water to survive, but not everyone recognizes the mysterious qualities of water and how it affects us on spirit level. Today, we're going to be discussing water, not only from a physical standpoint, but also how you can use it to help you accelerate spiritually too. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help to begin to clear the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's jump right in. Dennis? You know, this will be a fun segment, Karen. The mystery of water. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, in your mind, uh, when you talk about the mysterious qualities of water, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times we don't think of water as having any mystery to it. What What do you mean? Yeah, so that's a great segue because Uh, Most of us don't think of water as having any mystery, and especially in the Western world, we're so accustomed to it coming out of our taps whenever we want it, and we assume that it's going to be clean, that we don't really think about water because it's almost a commodity. And as we all know, physically, we're very dependent on water. You can go for much longer without eating than you can without drinking Um, water in in the cell in our cells. So this is how our, our relationship water begins. So in our cells, for each molecule of protein, there's 10,000 molecules of water. So the properties of water affect us because we're made up of it. So there are many mystery, uh, mysterious qualities to water. And some of it has been uh, proven in labs now, right? So in the 90s, they were doing a whole bunch of really interesting research about how water has memory. So water can almost like, um, this is why homeopathy works. They literally dilute the solution. Okay, so let's just imagine whatever it is that they're trying to amplify, the presence of like a hawthorn leaf or whatever it is to cure whatever ailment. They dilute that, that whatever it is, solution with water so much that the molecules of the hawthorn leaf are no longer present. Yet, when you ha- take in that water, it has that same resonance, meaning the body of the person receiving that water, that homeopathic remedy, it, the body who's receiving it reacts as if it's receiving the hawthorn leaf or whatever it is that, it, that that homeopathic remedy has in it. So the water has the memory of the frequency of the thing, and now they've also been able to prove that it amplifies it and that frequency can be moved within water. So there is a researcher by the name of Benavise too, and I'm, I apologize if I said his name wrong, a French researcher who did a lot of research with water. And he literally would put frequencies into water, email them or mail them around the world, and they broadcast the frequency to another batch of water, and then that water would react the same way in terms of its effect on bodies. 
right? So that's amazing. So it transmits, it has, it, it over, over distance, it has an effect. So it's a memory storer, it's an amplifier. So that means, so let's extrapolate now. Yeah. Okay. So the water that you just think is there and you drink it and it's in a bottle and you don't really think about Refreshing. it. Refreshing. Has this, it's necessary for life. Yeah. Has all of these qualities in it. Mm. So it has memory and it amplifies. Okay. Let's just think about that for a second. So the water that you buy is in response to the field that's around it. Okay. And Emoto, right? Masaru Emoto did the, all these research studies on water and how water picks up emotion, right? It's the same idea, really, at that water is a memory keeper, right? He just took it a little step further because he went to emotion as opposed to a physical thing, right? As such as the frequency of a hawthorne leaf or whatever it is. Everything is frequencies. So whether it's a physical thing, it's an emotional thing, it's a whatever thing, water holds the memory of the frequency. That's the bottom line, okay? So water holds the memory of frequency. Okay, so that means that you can condition water or that the water that you're drinking can be conditioned oh. whether or not you're aware of it oh. by other people. We turn on our taps, right? The water that's coming out of your tap has memory. And so you're drinking that water. You're pulling that mm -hmm. into your body. Okay, well, if you live in a city, just think about that for a second here. <laughs> well, I, you know, I remember reading some of those studies that you were talking about, and they went to different cities mm -hmm. and looked at the frequency of like a Chicago versus mm -hmm. a New York versus an L.A. versus mm -hmm. a beautiful mountain stream out mm -hmm. in Colorado. Mm -hmm. and, and so definitely it's, you know, we think water's water. So, yeah. but no, it's, yeah. it's, it's got that tremendous ability to absorb frequencies. Yeah, to have memory. And so the thing is, when you're taking in water, it's just like people think of food often as like a calorie is a calorie is a calorie. Calories are equal. They're not. Okay. So meaning the quality of the food that you're eating impacts your resonation, your resonation, your frequency vibration. Similarly, water is the same. The water that you take into your body, the water that you the water that you immerse your body into has an effect on you. This is why bathing has been used as a spiritual practice for centuries, right? There is this process where water can cleanse, not just physically, like clean off your body. It actually will absorb and then take away from you things that you're trying to release, okay? So again, think about this as you're drinking water from your tap or whatever it is. It has memory. It's If it's used as a purification, right? It can take away things you're trying to release. Just imagine what's in the water that's coming to your tap if you live in a city. Oh, right? Or even water that's been in a bottle on a shelf in a grocery store that's been exposed to all the frequencies of all the people that are around it. And one of our challenges in the Midwest is with, you know, naturally all the farming mm -hmm. and insecticides and herbicides and all the runoff, mm -hmm. you know, and those are, those rivers are our source for mm -hmm. our city water. Mm -hmm. So we have to do a tremendous amount of filtration. Mm -hmm. because water has that ability to take on, you yeah. know. Well, and you're talking about on the physical level, yeah. the pollutants. Yeah. I'm talking about on the fre yes. frequency level of the emotion, right? So both are happening at yeah. the same time, exactly. yes? And so when you take water, so my suggestion is that the water you ingest impacts your frequency vibration. It does, because we've just talked about how memory has water and it's an amplifier. So what do you 
so now it's an awareness. What are you ingesting into your body? What are you using to cleanse your body with, which can actually be a potent detoxifier, right? Like a way to facilitate removing or releasing distortion patterns. And as a note, when I work on people and they are standing in water, the detox effect almost nullifies, okay? Almost to nothing. It's amazing, all right? So water is tr extraordinarily transmutative. So what I would suggest on the physical, practical level, now that we know this quality of water, my suggestion is that you filter your water, first of all, okay? Also, another thing, and, and I don't know that there are any studies on this, but when you freeze water, when I tap into it on frequency level, it deletes the distortion patterns out of it. It just deletes the memory, okay? So I don't know why freezing does it, but it does. If you freeze your water and then you thaw it and you drink it, it will delete the distortion patterns of the memory that the water has. Does that make sense? It just nullifies the frequency so it comes to neutral again, okay? So that's one thing you can do. The other thing is if you can get water that has been stored in glass from a live source, like a mountain stream or like headwaters or wherever, that water is alive. So I'm just gonna talk about the difference between alive water and dead water. So alive water is when it comes like really from the earth, right? With no interference from humans, it's coming up, bubbling from the earth and streaming downstream, okay? The, that water is so um, potent for us. Our bodies on frequency level, okay, just on frequency level. When I tap into that water and I tap into people when they drink that water, their bodies can take in that water much more readily and it helps to clear out their toxicity physically, mentally, emotionally, and also on frequency level at a much higher level than if they're drinking what I call dead water, okay? So dead water is often, unfortunately, what comes out of our taps, okay? Yep been treated heavily, recycled, you know, it's just been flowing. There's really no separation between gray water and white water. You know what I mean? Like it, we just turn on our taps and assume yeah. it's clean because it's been treated in some way, right? So that water is no longer alive. And it also is storing the frequency distortions of all those people that all it's passed through all those pipes, right? And everyone, right? Just think about that. Right. Okay. So you want to filter that water if you can yeah. on whatever your affordability is and then freeze it so you can neutralize yeah. those frequencies. If you can get live water, definitely get yeah. it. If you, I'm not suggesting you go into nature and just start drinking out of a stream. Okay, yeah. there is something called Giardia, so <laughs> like, be wise about it. I'm yeah. talking about headwaters, right? Yeah. Headwaters where it's coming out of the earth, there's been no interference and you literally can take it out of the stream, use your discretion as to what's appropriate. Um, but that's really helpful. Also, when you're doing frequency work, if you can, to help with your detox, if you happen to be a large, near a large body of water, like an ocean or um, something that's running like a stream yep. or like that's that, that's clean yep. right yep. or river that's clean getting into it can be really helpful with your detox if you're not near one of these things what you can use is an epsom salt bath right yep. because the epsom salts detoxify you're in water do not sit in the water with the epsom salts in it for more than seven minutes Okay, because you're like purging out and then you're just like sitting in it, right? So you don't want to take it back in. Just if you're doing the soak, soak first if you want the pleasure of the soak. Put in the Epsom salts, sit in it for seven minutes, get out of the water. Well, you just, uh, you just changed a pattern for me because uh, I'm, I'm a soaker. Uh-huh. And so, but I do soak. Uh -huh. And uh, I put the Epsom salt in right away and then yeah. just soak. So yeah. you're saying go ahead and do the soak part first. first. Yeah. And then bring the salt. Yeah. The last seven minutes. Yeah. So you get the cleansing part of yeah. it. Yeah, and then you get out and then, of the water. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, because don't forget, your body's yeah. water too, right? So yeah. you want to get rid of that and release it into the water around yeah. you, and then you can yeah. just 
purge out of you. Yeah. So, you know, where you're coming from is that we think water just is kind of essential to life. and mm -hmm. A large percentage of our body mm -hmm. is water, mm -hmm. so that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But what you're saying, it's, it's even more critical mm -hmm. as far as the frequency work. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's exciting is that part when you mentioned that if you can actually, when you're doing the frequency work, be in water. Yeah. I mean, it just takes the whole detox process and changes yeah. it completely. Yeah. And if anybody wants to test it, if you want to, I, I don't know how this would work, but if you can listen to a GFC and, for example, and, and walk along the water's edge, I'm curious to see how that ha helps with people's detox. I actually don't know if anyone's tried that. Yeah. But if you, you know, if you're on the beach and you just have your iPod or, yeah. or whatnot, but don't have iPods anymore, listen to your phone. I'm like so dating myself. But you listen to your phone, you know, you can listen to the GFCs on your phone or whatever as you walk, then in the background, then you and your feet are isn't are in the water. Then that could help with that too. I imagine. I don't know. I haven't tested it. I'd be curious. The, I'm sorry. Well, I was I was just going to say. I remember we uh, last year had the wonderful opportunity in Sedona. Yeah. To you know, with the group to actually go out, you know, and to do some of that frequency work in the creek mm -hmm. and to have that running water. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's really uh, what can happen is because the work is being supported by the water, right? So the water is memory and an amplifier, right? So that's what it does. It's like I said, it's very crystalline in nature. Crystals do something similar. They have a memory and they amplify. They're almost identical in function, except for water is liquid, right? Yeah. So um, it can be really what can be released in terms of distortion patterns, the layers. You know how I always talk about there are like layers of these filters. What can be released is more because you have the support of the frequency of water. Now, if your feet are in a running creek or something like this, like where we were, your feet are on the earth, right? Because obviously your feet are like you're not floating, obviously. And you are in water. Now you have two things working in tandem together, which are very powerful, which is the frequency of the earth, which is like a reset button in itself because we are of the earth. So therefore, that's like a massive reset to us. And then the water amplifies that. It's an amplifier. So you have that plus the frequency work. It's extremely powerful. That's why the detox is not so profound because you have the support of these two massive frequencies that are helping. Yeah. So you can get through more layers than you would normally and then detox is less. And so you know, there's a lot of um, talk right now about cleaning up our oceans and our water. And it is more critical than ever because our clean water sources are getting really scarce. Our live water sources are becoming more and more scarce. It's really important. Like we are so tied to water, you know, that we have to be very careful with our resources because if we lose all of our live water sources and we pollute all of our water, it very much impacts us, not just physically, but also what we can do in terms of spiritually as well, to well, some degree. Well, yeah. Well. Yeah. So just a kind of a quick wrap. So sure. first, you know, ideal if you can get truly a live water. Yes. The head water or something like that. Yeah. Most of us don't have access to yeah, that. Yeah, most of us don't. So the next best thing is a, a good filtered water. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you mentioned the process of taking that and putting it in the freezer. Yep. And actually freeze it. Yep. And that's kind of a cleansing process. Yeah, it just neutralizes it. Yep. Yeah. And so and then that becomes your everyday drinking water. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and okay. that's what we do to our water actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the mystery of water, fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that?
A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for the mystery of water. This GFC will uh, harness the consciousness of water. So tapping into it so that we can have um, or benefit from its transmutative qualities even more in this GFC. So first becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of your skin. your whole skin from your scalp all the way to the soles of your feet. Yeah. And now please become aware of two things simultaneously. So one is the weight of your body as it sinks into whatever you're sitting, standing, or lying down on. And once you have noticed that, becoming aware of feeling, sensing, or imagining the internal movement in your body. So your heart pumping, your lungs expanding and contracting, the blood as it moves through your veins, yeah, your stomach as food moves through it, breaking things down. A lot of movement within the body, even though we're not really aware of it most of the time. Good. And now becoming aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, noticing it for just a couple of moments for however it is in this moment. Good. And now taking this opportunity to lengthen your breath. 
to allow it to become more full. To expand both into your front body as you inhale and also your back body. Noticing if you can allow your breath even further into your body. Perhaps it touches a place it has not touched before. Good. And now please notice your surroundings, becoming aware of the sound all around you, both on your end and my end. And notice also the direction from which the sound is coming. So notice if you hear the dog barking out on the street or perhaps down the hallway. Just noticing the sounds and the directions the sounds are coming from. Good. becoming aware of the texture of the air. So either you can sense it physically, the temperature of it, the texture of it in terms of its humidity, its movement, whether there's static in it today, the smell of rain coming. Noticing the air. Good. Yes. And now please triangulate. And for those of you who are new, triangulating means to become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. So becoming aware of object A and noticing the distance between object A and you, and then feeling that distance. So it could be something like the couch is two foot away from me, and then feeling the distance between the couch and you, and then doing the same for object B and then object C. And you'll notice as you do this, your sense or feeling or awareness of where you are in space somehow gets more defined or you become more aware of it or it is heightened in some way. Good. For those of you with more practice and who are faster, bring your attention please to the front of your throat. Great. And now everyone take a nice deep breath in, holding your breath for a count of four, 
releasing your breath whenever you're ready, holding it out for a count of five. Good. Whenever you're ready, keeping your attention on these two spots, breathing normally as we wait for the mastermind to coalesce and become coherent. So as we wait for that to happen, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, and that I'll be working on you in silence occasionally, because I'm working at very high frequencies, and if I make physical noise, it lowers the resonance, which doesn't serve you. The higher the frequency, the more effective the session. Good. And sometimes I make noises on my end, like you might hear me yawn, even though I'm not tired, or hum, or sometimes exhale sharply. And that's just how I remove the distortion patterns at this time, from like a more physical standpoint. So now that the mastermind has coalesced, let's go ahead and ask ourselves that question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, Please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this vast space, imagining or sensing a brilliance at its very center that you either see or feel, or imagine. And as you keep your attention on this brilliance, it intensifies and expands outwards through all of your cells. Out through your organs, through your bone structure, radiating out through your flesh and your muscles, out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. 
Good. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance irrespective of where your resonance began. And again, the higher your resonance, the more effective your session in terms of giving you momentum, releasing distortion patterns, and reducing your detox. Good. Becoming aware of your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line. The first distortion pattern that we're going to release is that of the fear of release. The fear of letting go. Sometimes, even if we don't want something, we can hold on to it because we're human and we become attached to things that are known to us. So helping you with this distortion pattern to remove it so you can release more, more easily, which is part of the function of water. So we're going to do something a little different. You're going to imagine, please, your favorite watery place, whether it be a stream, a river, a lake, or an ocean. Your favorite watery place, or perhaps even a waterfall. Imagine yourself standing on the edge of this water. It's a clear day, and it's summer, so it's warm. And it's on the verge of being too hot, but not quite there. Tiny breeze that you can feel on your skin. 
and there's the water in front of you. And you can smell it. That beautiful smell that water has from this place that you love. And the light is soft and clear. and bright. So you walk towards the water and as you do, you can feel it underneath your feet. And so you walk further in and the water today is really comfortable. It's almost your body temperature. Today is a special day. And you can feel the water coming up your legs. And it feels good to feel its softness around you. And you walk further in. And for some reason today, it's really easy to walk in the water. It takes almost no effort whatsoever. like you're being supported as you walk into this water and you can feel the buoyancy of the water lift you so you have a little extra bounce in your step yeah and now you walk further in so that it comes up to your chin And you can feel and see its blueness, its specific shade of blueness all around you. And this blueness becomes so strong, you could almost feel it. And you walk further into the water so it's up over your head. And there's something about this water today where you're not afraid. You know that you can breathe even if you're underneath it. So as the water covers your head, you can feel its softness around you. You can feel its buoyancy. The mutedness that it gives. Don't hear much under the water. And as you stand in this water with it covering your head, that blueness swirling all around you, you feel the water in your body respond. And for some reason today, the water all around you, that blueness, is able to wash into you, commingle with the water in your body, pull out whatever does not serve you, and then leave. And 
and over and over again the water swirls around and through you, commingling with you, pulling out what no longer serves. And so, as we are here, you can't quite tell where you begin and the water ends. And you're at ease, floating softly in this water. And even your pain body releases into it so that you're clear and light as you float here in this blueness all around you. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources, creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, Usually, there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.